Hey, are you looking for more MPTE practice questions? TrueLearn helps you test smarter with their data-driven approach to exam preparation and over 1,200 NPTE practice questions. You can even sort the questions by specific body systems or question types that you're having the most difficulty with. This is perfect because you know I'm all about individualized and focused preparation. So what are you waiting for? Go to TrueLearn.com and use my code PTH020 to get 20% off your subscription today. I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Perneet, and Perneet is instructing a patient on properly performing stacked breathing. Which of the following is the most likely indication for stacked breathing? So we have A, hyperventilation, B, crackles, C, hypoventilation, and D is limited chest wall mobility. All right, let's go up to the top of this question. Before we jump in, though, I want to give a special shout out to my coaching program students that passed the NPTE this past July. We've had the most amount of students pass this time around, and I just want to congratulate every single one of you. Just so you know, listening, you know, I coach students who typically struggle really hard with standardized testing, and 95% of the students that I train have failed the NPTE or NPTAE multiple times in the past, meaning that they have a very low chance of passing the NPTE. Well, guess what? We had the most amount of students go in there and dominate that thing. And for that, I admire every single one of you. I'm inspired by you. Congratulations again. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this question. So it says we have Perneet is instructing a patient on properly performing stacked breathing. All right, let's stop there. Really straightforward first sentence, but we need to make sure that everybody's on the same playing field with these words, stacked breathing. What is that? So stack breathing is a series of deep breaths that build on top of the previous breath without an expiration. And we do this until we reach a maximum inspiratory volume. All right. And so typically after we get to that maximum point, we have a hold and then the patient goes into their expiration. This is known as stacked breathing. All right, so with that understanding, let's continue. It says, which of the following is the most likely indication for stacked breathing? So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. So we have A, hyperventilation, B, crackles, C, hypoventilation, D is limited chest wall mobility. All right, so if we look at A, A says hyperventilation. Is this something that we would use stacked breathing for? This series of deep breaths building on top of each other until we get to this maximum volume tolerated by the patient. 
Hmm. Well, as I'm thinking about it, stack breathing isn't really used for hyperventilation. It's typically used when a patient has something like atelectasis, like a lobal collapse, and we're really looking to fill the lungs up with more air. So I'm like, I don't know about this hyperventilation. I think that diaphragmatic breathing would be a better use when a patient presents with hyperventilation. So right now, I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to that one. I don't think so. Let's take a look at B. B says crackles. For those of you who are familiar with crackles, or maybe you're not, they're clicking, rattling, crackling noises that a patient typically gets when they have some type of respiratory condition, like pneumonia or a condition that creates a lot of secretions. We'll hear crackles using our stethoscope. And so is this a type of condition or a situation where I would use stacked breathing? The answer to that is no. This series of deep breaths isn't really going to help crackles necessarily. If I had like, let's say, postural drainage techniques or huffing, even diaphragmatic breathing, that could be something to help move those secretions and help clear them. But stacked breathing doesn't make a lot of sense here. I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to it. Let's take a look at C. C says hypoventilation. <laughs> I like this one right here because stacked breathing, again, that series of deep breaths is trying to increase the volume of air on the inside. And so typically a patient who's hypoventilating isn't getting very good oxygenation. Well, stacked breathing helps with that. Like I said, stacked breathing helps with conditions like atelectasis. I'm really liking hypoventilation as the correct answer, but hold on, we're not done yet. Let me look at D. D says limited chest wall mobility. Hmm, would I use stacked breathing to improve limited chest wall mobility? Some of y'all selected this answer, I see. You know, I don't really like this one. I see maybe where you were going with it, that maybe if we stack all these breaths, that's going to increase the volume on the inside and maybe stretch or increase the mobility. I just don't think that that's the most effective way to improve chest wall mobility. I don't think that that's the most likely indication for stacked breathing. So I'm going to put an X next to it. Maybe if this answer had said, chest wall stretching exercises, or lateral coastal breathing, something along the lines of that, I would say, oh, this makes sense. But since it didn't, I'm going to go ahead again, eliminate D, which leaves us with our final answer of C, hypoventilation. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. I definitely suggest you look at these different types of breathing techniques I'm actually teaching now on that inside of our coaching program group next week where we're going to be going over each of these. I think it's very important that you understand what is stacked breathing, pace breathing, purslit breathing. Have you ever heard of diaphragmatic breathing or lateral coastal expansion? These are all major types of breathing techniques that could easily show up on practice exams, but also the NPTE. And so if you get questions like this wrong, where you just can't recall the information quick enough, you've seen it before, but you start to get that tip of the tongue syndrome. What I want you to do is join us over in my free private Facebook group. That's where we're training students just like you to be able to retain the information better, to walk into the MPTE and dominate that thing. 
So join our free private Facebook group right now. Go to www.mptegroup.com. We're waiting for you. And if you haven't gotten our free musculoskeletal cheat sheets, those are out there as well. Go to www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time. This episode of the MPTE Clinical Files is brought to you by The Pass System. And if you're taking the October MPTE and just scored low on a practice exam, then you need to check out The Pass System. It is the easiest way to improve your score. Wait, wait, let me explain why. So The Pass System has this easy to follow five-step method for how to quickly break down any MPTE question in half the time. I mean, it even goes into why you're getting stuck between the two answers and then gives you the exact way to fix the problem. One issue I always had on the MPTE was it was just so hard to interpret the questions. I mean, I always felt like I just didn't understand what they were asking. But the past system is so incredible because it focuses on how to look at the questions so you can actually start thinking like the test creator. The program has helped over 600 PTs pass the exam with confidence, and I personally vouch for it because this system helped me to get a perfect scaled score on the MPTE, 800 out of 800. So don't wait. You got to visit www.nptepass.com. There's a $400 off discount right now. I mean, you can start for as little as $131. So it's time for you to stop worrying about failing the MPTE and start making sure that you pass it. Visit www.nptepass.com.